Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma, your host, yay! And I wanted to share today about, hmm, (laughs) well, you know, we got holidays around the corner, but are you having fun? Are you having fun? You know, I went to wake up Bella this morning and she said something really interesting and it was so crazy. I don't know if she's listening to my podcast or not, but she said, oh, I'm so exhausted. And, um, she said it as I was like leaving the room after I asked her to wake up and I was like, I went back in and I was like, why are you so exhausted? I said, did you not get enough sleep? Maybe it's time to go to bed. Or she goes, I went to bed at eight. She goes, that's not it. She has said, I have nothing to look forward to when I wake up. And this is what I've been sharing this last week. It's been about, I mean, maybe it wasn't yesterday, but I have shared in last week to start to access little hobbies and fun things that is true to who you are that you've put on the back burner and you totally forgot and then you dismissed and then you said it didn't matter and then you said I didn't have time and I don't have room for this in my life. When in fact, when we bring those things into our lives, we we are more energized. We wake up better. We're happier. We're having fun. We have something to look forward to. And then all of the, the quote, necessities of the day don't become burdens and obligations and chores. They just effortlessly fall into place as inspired action around the things that bring us joy and happiness. And for myself, then I take pleasure and joy in doing the laundry, in folding the laundry, in that accomplishment. So this is, um, this is really important. So my thing will be with Bella today to help her find those things that she can set up and create for herself to look forward to when she wakes up. (sighs) Ah, so this is a really big deal. And um, I was looking into this soul collage uh, program and I love the concept of it. I love, I love the art of it. I love the fact that it's all about diving into the who of who you are to basically become familiar and friendly and in love with the different aspects of your being. And I can see this correlation now between uh, the idea of setting up fun things to do in your environment that are readily available. And I'll even say this, I, I um, had this game, my daughter and I had this game called Catan. And when the cardboards were starting to warp because humidity was an issue in our home, I was like, well, enough of that, because we loved the game. And it was very frustrating playing with the cards when they wouldn't sit right. So on Etsy, they sold these blank templates that were, uh, laser cut out of this really thin wood, almost like the thickness of cardboard, just a smidge thicker than cardboard. And I was like, oh, this is so exciting. So actually it gave me an excuse to birth a new art medium, which was 
uh, wood burning. So I bought a wood burning kit and then um, I took it to the next level because I'm an artist and I can be inspired. So just <clears throat> give me the give me the tool and I will figure out how I use it. So I wood carved all the pieces and there's a lot, all the borders and the little numbers that you put on top of the pieces. And not only did I wood carve them, but then I used liquid acrylics, which are fairly translucent. And I painted every piece except for the little number pieces. And it was such a beautiful thing when I was done. It was so gorgeous. Every individual card that makes up the center of the board became a work of art. And at that point, I decided this game has to be left out. If, if anything is a work of art. But what we found out, and we had been doing this with the cardboard game too, was that when we left it out on a special table, it made it really easy to sit down and have a game. Oof, it gives me goosebumps. We love that. That was our passion. That was like something bringing us joy. And the difference between then and now is that I'm recognizing that we have to consciously do these things. Like maybe back in the day, people just kept their instruments handy, right? So they could just pick up their guitar or violin or flute or, or whatever it was and just start playing. Um, you know, an instrument, I have a friend who has family down, I think it was down in Virginia or Western Virginia or something like that. And said that all the locals would get together in the evenings on the porches and play, play live music together. And it's such a special thing. And it's so much a part of our heritage, you know, as human beings to gather and to share, to gather and share. Okay. So that is as a group. Now, as an individual, I want you to consider what are the aspects of you that have been neglected. And for me, somewhat my inner child, the inner child likes to just paint for the sake of painting, hence paint by number perfectly fun, don't have to really think, can create little moments of, of accomplishment through like, you know, finishing off these numbers or doing this little area. And just to be able to see it taking shape gradually is so, so satisfying. Uh, and I don't feel compelled to have to sit there all the time because I know it'll still be there. I don't have to pick it up. So I didn't have to make it worth my while to take it out. There's something called puzzle keepers, and it's so that people making puzzles can roll up the puzzle while they while they're working on it and clear the table so I guess they can eat and then they can just roll it out. That's um pretty cool and easy. We when I was growing when I was growing up, we kept our puzzles on boards. And so then because we would do these thousand and five thousand piece puzzles as a family, it was so much fun. But then sometimes in a process of building this puzzle, you just need the table. So what we would do is just lift the board off and slide it under a couch or the, well, not the buffet, but like under a couch or something. So it was safe and we didn't lose anything. And um, I myself have found that you can just lay stuff over a puzzle, like a tablecloth or something, and it usually is fine. So these are ideas, but what is it that you do? Is it, is it like music? What is it? Um, is it carving? You know, my uncle's, they were artisans in their own right, even though a lot of them didn't have careers that they used this talent in. But they would keep little things handy that they would carve. Um, they would always be carving on something. Uh, 
I'm trying to think what else they did. Um, I'm not sure, but the carving was a big deal. And it was something they taught their sons. I don't remember women carving so much. The women, the women sewed, the women uh, crocheted and knit and... Um, there might have been some cross-stitch. I don't remember, but cross-stitch is another one. There's all these different hobbies, and they're very they're very um, soothing and time-consuming. So it would be, um, it, it wouldn't, like, it's something we do as gifts. It's something we do, like, out of consideration for another, too. Like, if I was giving a gift of a, a blanket that I've knitted, that's like a major time investment on my hands. But it's something I did out of the pleasure of being able to pick up something and work on it. So studying the soul collage um, the last couple of days, I'm starting to see how these correlate. Because in soul collage, let me grab my book really quick. Uh, in soul collage, they talk about having four suits. All right. And one suit is the committee suit. And they said that also could be considered, I think they said the family suit. Um just a second. Community. Nope, community suit is not the family suit. Committee. Yeah, that was right. The committee suit also can be considered the family suit. Um, so they have a committee suit, a community suit, um, doo -doo 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 -doo, and then a companion suit. And this is like animal spirit guides and stuff. And then um, the council suit which are archetypes. Now, it's very cool because, um, oh, let me just tell you this because I love this. The community suit are those that we know who support us. So um, before I've talked about having um, your round table of mentors and people using their higher selves, the, their, their, God, um, their higher selves, their soul, their soul entities to... Uh, have support and guidance and it's similar to that so it could be loved ones animals um, friends that I wonder if it let's see uh, that yeah over time okay so it says those external sentient beings whose energy is powerful and meaningful in your life beings of both the past and present all right so what I did notice was that studying these cool soul collage cards and then also doing and bringing in um, these different aspects. Like I'm also reading a book with my daughter and I love doing that. We're reading a, a Christmas book together, a Christmas murder mystery. But what I'm recognizing is that I'm becoming friendly. I'm becoming animate with these different aspects of myself. I'm integrating and we owe it to ourselves to integrate all the aspects of ourselves um, that, that can be possible. So there is the cook in me that's been very present and enjoying the process of cooking for my family. There's the artist within me that's being almost reborn in a way because now I'm just like, oh, I want to be in the studio all day. Like I want to be, like I think that there's a saying, imagination primes the pump of inspiration. I love that saying. Let me say it again. Imagination primes the pump of inspiration. So people often wonder, why am I not inspired? Well, have you played? Have you started to open up that portal through imagination, through joking and playing? 
And oh my God, life is so good and exciting. And yet we manage to dumb it down to a point where we're bored. We don't want to wake up in the morning. We, we dread our future. <laughs> we worry and stress and blah, blah. So why not come back to center and make a decision today to become aware of the aspects of you and nurture the ones that feel neglected? And bring them forward so you can integrate them into your life. Perhaps you have a cook in you. Perhaps you have a, ooh, uh, an inventor in you, an explorer in you, an inner child who wants to come out and play, an artist who wants to come out and play, an engineer. I have a brother and he's an engineer and loves to build robot things, loves to engineer it and build it. So, oh, this is just super duper exciting. And I want you to just begin to tap in. Now, how do you tap in? Well, one way would be to go back and imagine when you were a child and make a list of all the things you did for fun. Like I completely remember playing Wonder Woman and I had this culotte. I don't know if you know what a culotte is. It was like a, a skirt. It was corduroy. It was like this ugly pine green color, but it was cool because it was like a skirt with shorts under it so I could wear it to play but it looked like I was wearing a skirt which was really fun for me and I felt like Wonder Woman in this little culotte thing you know it was like I think if I had had a skirt without shorts it would have been longer so this gave me this opportunity to have my legs free with this short skirt anyway and it was um I didn't have a lot of clothes growing up I don't know if that was just the era where you just had the bare necessities of what you needed, but which was perfect for me. Uh, but that it was one of my few items. I just loved it. I wore it all the time. And I played Wonder Woman. We played Wonder Woman and superheroes all the time. It was so much fun. So that would be one of the things I would write down. I played teacher, school. Um, teacher is a aspect of self that wants to come out. Um, I played with Play-Doh. I loved my Play-Doh. I loved coloring. We played, uh, we made houses out of like the spaces around us, whether it was a fort or with furniture inside, which wasn't as often, or it was under the bushes. I lived in um, LA and the weather was pretty nice all the time. And we would make these forts under bushes and I would make mud pies. So make a list of all the things that you can remember you were using your imagination and we want to bring that into today. You know, like sometimes today I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll engage my core and my, my power and, and just, I will um, take on the persona of like a, like a, a modern day superhero, like maybe a, uh, a secret spy from alias or an adventurer like, um, what was her name? Tomb Raider, uh, Laura, Laura Dune or something, um, I would take on the persona and just feel that persona, feel my body. These are aspects of myself that I am integrating when I do that. And when I integrate it and I move forward as if from that energy, it's a different experience. But we've dumbed ourselves down to the point we don't even know who we are or we're limiting ourselves to just one aspect of who we are. Like just the mother aspect. Well, the mother aspect by herself is not enjoying this this experience. She wants to integrate artists. She wants to integrate cooks. She wants to integrate natural 
you know, nature and herbs and whatever, you know, like uh, knitting and children and all of it. You know, I have this amazing sister-in-law who is so childlike and I can see now how being a mother and having fully integrated with her inner child is serving her family. So there is just an amazing wealth to this idea and concept to integrate the aspects of self and begin to find those things that represent them and bring it into your daily experience. Isn't this exciting? Yay! I'm having so much fun. Love you. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafasset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.